Call for Action presents Of Consuming Interest, a public service show that discusses scams, deceptive offers, and other consumer concerns. Here's the director of WUSA 9 Call for Action and your host, Shirley Rooker. I do love to travel, but when I book an airline ticket, I don't really know what it's going to cost because of hidden fees. The same is for a hotel room. What about all those resort fees and things that are tacked on to what is the advertised cost of a room? Well, let me tell you something. Those hidden fees can really add up. We're going to discuss this issue. My guest is Charlie Leoka. He is the a founder of Travelers United, which is a nonprofit consumer advocacy group representing travelers. You're nine kind of people, Charlie. I do love to travel. And you're absolutely right on some of the things, the ad- issues that you all are addressing, such as hidden fees. That drives me crazy. You go book an airline. You don't know how much it's going to cost you to check the bags. You don't know how much they're going to carry, charge you if you carry on a bag. Am I right? Is this some of the things that you all are addressing? Exactly. These are some of the things that we're looking at. And these fees, even though they're not, the airlines say, oh, they're not hidden. Well, they, they're hidden in the sense that when you are making your purchase, you don't see them all. The only thing that you see as a passenger and as a, um, a buyer is you get to see how much the airfare is. Mm-hmm. Now, if you buy an airfare on Southwest Airlines, your baggage is free. Uh, your seat reservation, they don't have them. Then you get, if you need to change something, you don't have to pay a $200 change fee. Right, and but they're upfront about it, and you know that. And they're upfront, and they're very clear, and they advertise that, and they, you know, they've know, they got their whole trans- transparency uh, program going, which I was thrilled when they, when they came out with that. Mm-hmm. But if you go to American, Delta, United, the big guys, or heaven forbid, down to someone like a spirit or an allegiant, there are fees for everything. And and on top of it, if the fees were consistent and all fees were $25 for a carry-on bag or for a check bag, and all fees were $35 for your second check bag, then you might say, oh, that's all right. But well, you know, well, you know, you I mean, might you say, know that okay, that's what it's going to be. You'd know if you traveled a lot. Mm-hmm. But the other thing that I've learned over the years is that most people, 70% of the travelers only travel one time a year. If that. So they're not exactly pros. They're, they don't know what's going on. And so they end up, these fees really come back to haunt them. And on top of it, every fee has exemptions. If you're a certain level of frequent flyer, you don't pay the fee. <laughs> and so if you're trying to compare a flight between Delta and American and United, it depends on what your frequent flyer status is in each of those, what credit card you might be using to buy the ticket, True. and then how much the their actual fees are. And so it makes it almost impossible for a consumer to actually comparison shop and know, and know what they're buying and compare prices apples to apples. Yeah. Is there a fee now? I've heard rumors that there are going to be fees for carry-on bags. Is that? there are? They already have fees for carry-on There are? Okay. If you go to, I believe, Allegiant. I, I typically don't carry on a bag. So well, Allegiant and uh, Spirit are charging you for carry-on bags that you put into the overhead compartment. Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, I think Spirit Airlines charge to carry on a bag and put it in the overhead compartment is more than they charge to check the bag and put it underneath so they the don't airplane. want you carrying it on. They don't want it. Well, it, it slows down the loading and unloading of passengers. I exactly. Know that. All yeah. of that kind of yeah. stuff. They say a lot of things. And but, time is money for the airlines. So. Well, right now, time is money, but carry-on baggage for a Spirit lot more money. is a lot of money, too. 
There's there's so many fees. It is really totally in, incredible. Now, where do you go to try to get some resolution to these issues for consumers? Is that a federal uh, uh, the FCC FTC rather Federal Trade Commission? Um, no, if we're talking about airlines, they're totally controlled by the D- Department of Transportation. Okay. And the airlines also have federal preemption. So if you want to sue them or take them to court, normally you have to take them to federal court. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's a violation of their contract, then you can go to small claims I court. Yeah. But even there, they can say, oh, we're going to move it up to a federal court. And mm-hmm. it makes it Makes it hard for consumers. Very difficult for consumers and very, very expensive. Very, very. So the place you have to go for redress is to the Department of Transportation. And we've been working with them now for the last five years. Nothing happens quickly in Washington. And that's good and bad. But in this case, we're getting close. I believe uh, this year before the middle of the year, they're going to come out with a new rule saying that the airlines have to at least tell us the baggage fees and the seat reservation fees mm-hmm. at, together with the airfares. And yeah, if they because do that, if you want now to, to reserve a seat in some airlines, it depends on where you want to reserve it within the plane. So uh, there are there's so many variables for consumers. It, it just boggles my mind. Well, it's it's worse than just variables. The airlines manipulate their seat map. They sit down and all aisle seats and all window seats might cost an extra 10 bucks. And so if you've got a family of four and you want to sit all the way across, then you have to pay extra money. Gosh. And, and those seats, they don't have that many frequent flyers who are elite members who could even fill all the seats. Yeah. So they only close them off to make people think they have to spend extra money. And do they release them at the last minute? They release them minute? 24 if, hours before the flights. Yes, but you can't always count on getting and, a seat. And you so. can't count on being, being seated together. No. And so... What the, one of the other things we're trying to get is we're trying to get uh, a requirement that when they set aside these seats, that either they notify people that you don't have to pay the extra money or that they allow you to um, put your family together without paying extra money in the back of the plane because mm-hmm. you're talking coach right now. Yeah, right. And so um, it's a process and it's not an easy thing to change because there are a lot of variables and the airlines claim they need to make more money all the time. And I believe them five years ago, they were in trouble. Yeah, but now, the now they're making fuel, gas, $5 billion a quarter almost. Fuel has gone down so much, that, it, but I don't think airline tickets have gone down. No, that's another issue. And that was one of, <laughs> that was one of the reasons the airline tickets supposedly were raised to begin with was because the high cost of fuel. Exactly. We heard over and over again. The only reason we're raising the prices of your tickets is because the fuel costs are so exorbitant. And as soon as the fuel costs went in the other direction, oh, that really doesn't count. Well, I'm glad to see them making money. I have I have nothing against the airlines being financially healthy. I think it's great. But do tell me up front the fees and what's going on. And I have the same complaint, Charlie, about hotels and their hidden fees. I am so resentful. I won't go to a hotel anymore that tells me that I, oh, okay, Mrs. Rooker, you're going to be charged a $50 resort fee. And I'm saying, I don't play golf. I'm not going to play tennis. I'm going to come to your hotel and sleep in the room. Oh, that's okay. You still have to pay the resort fee. I don't go. Yeah. Charlie, I've just said, no, I don't need to do that. Well, you shouldn't. And the other thing, and about, I tell the re- them. The other I thing tell about the resort fees, though, is that the resort fee in most resorts doesn't even cover the golf or the tennis. No, it, then those are extra also. But those, you don't know that when you sign up. It tells you the resort activities. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then... That means walking around on the sidewalk? <laughs> well, in some Perhaps. cases, it means they give you internet connections. 
They allow you to make free local calls. And who does that anymore? We all use our cell phones. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then on, on the other, they might give you a newspaper in the morning. And oh, they'll, give you, they'll right. give you extra towels to take to the swimming pool. And that's your resort, your resort fee. fee. And everything else costs more on top of it. And I don't go sit in the sun. Okay, let's just, <laughs> we're going to get into this. This is a really hot button issue for me. Uh, we're going to just let our listeners know they're tuned into Of Consuming Interest. And we're talking about some of those hidden fees you run into when you travel. My guest is Charlie Leoka. He is a founder of Travelers United, which is a group out there representing the interest of travelers, trying to get more clarity in costs, what it costs, and reducing some the hidden taxes on consumers so this resort fee thing really does drive me crazy charlie i can understand an airline a little bit more that they're going to charge me to take my bag on or or do they're going to charge me to check my bag etc the resort fee kind of thing i don't get that they build it that doesn't mean i have to go no and in the old days you used to buy your hotel by looking at the amenities that they offered. Mm-hmm. If you wanted a swimming pool, you looked for a hotel with a swimming uh-huh, pool. Uh-huh. If you wanted a fitness center, you looked for a hotel with a fitness center. Now, um, you might have to look, and then sometimes they charge you for the fitness center. Sometimes it's part of the resort fee. Sometimes it's free. But they don't tell you any of that information when you first see the room rate. Right, exactly. So if you look at the room rate and you think you're getting the least expensive hotel, all of a sudden, you find out, whoa. No, it, it's not. It's not. Uh, my hotel, even I said $100, once I throw in the resort fee of $29 is $129. And there might be some other fees thrown in, whereas the next hotel listed might have said it was $125. Mm-hmm. And they were honest about it. They weren't trying to mislead you. And they, that honest hotel, is losing out. Yeah, it, it's it's not fair, and there does need to be some clarity in terms of, of the rates that you're going to be charged. When I go on to a, a hotel's website or, or any travel website, I expect to get information that's usable, honest, upfront, tells me everything, and I don't. I have to search. That really annoys me. So when hotels do things like that to me, I tend to say goodbye. Well, and, and well, you should. Sometimes. And sometimes you can't. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes you don't have a choice. So, sometimes you're stuck. Maybe you've got a wedding party and they right. selected a certain right. hotel. You're stuck paying the fee. Mm-hmm. But uh, what happens in this case, and hotels as opposed to airlines, with hotels, you go to the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. The Federal Trade Commission doesn't have the same kind of powers that the Department of Transportation has. However, they do have the power to say that this is a misleading or deceptive ad. Mm-hmm. Yes. And right now, the way they're interpreting their laws and their the misleading and deceptive uh, ads, I just think it's plain wrong. They're saying that if the hotel fee is disclosed before you buy the room, that that's acceptable. And I said, that doesn't make any sense. You can have every room cost $2.00. Right. And at the last minute, say, oh, there's a hotel fee of $150. Yeah, and you're right. And it just doesn't make sense. I think that the the FTC has twisted themselves into a legal pretzel trying to protect the hotel industry for some reason. And instead of protecting consumers. Well, they should protect both of us. They should make it fair. They They should should make it fair for hotels to compete against each other. And they should make it fair for consumers to know what they're getting when they're signing up. And that, that really, that annoys me. Okay. Now, I know that you're also fighting a battle in Maryland that has to do with a veto uh, that may or may not be coming up to vote or may have 
by the time this goes to air, it may have already been voted on. But tell us about what this issue is. And this, I'm sure, is not something that's just atypical to Maryland. No, it's not atypical to Maryland. And these, um, there have been a lot of court cases now across the country. And some legisla- legislations, or how do you say, legislatures have gotten into the whole thing. However, um, in Maryland, the legislature passed a bill adding a new tax on all travel agents in the country, as well as wedding planners and uh, meeting operators and organizers and stuff like that, because they were going to tax the services that they charge for. And, um, and this has been pushed by mainly by Marriott Corporation, and which is a big, big um, employer in Maryland. And they're claiming that there's a loophole, but there's really not a loophole. What, what kind of loophole they is think supposed that to... If a travel agent sells a room for um, $100 and they add on their own service fee, that they should pay taxes on the whole thing. Well, and they the only pay reason... taxes on the service fee. Exactly. I mean, that's income tax, right, for the business. It could be income tax for the business, but they want to have an additional, basically, uh, it becomes a room tax. And the that, question That would then, be paid by the travel agent. Right. And so the question comes down to when is the actual act of selling the room taking place? Does it take place when the hotel sells a room or does it also include the help that you get and the advice you get from a travel agent? And uh, the other question might be if um, some of the online travel agencies buy rooms in bulk, they might get a hundred rooms from different groups of hotel. And instead of paying a hundred dollars, they only pay $80. Mm-hmm. So which is a taxable event is a taxable event when they sell the room for a hundred dollars or is a taxable event when the hotel sells a room to the travel agent or the, to the online travel group. And basically the courts across the country have said that the way that all the laws are written, the actual event is when the hotel sells the room mm-hmm. and, whether they sell it for eighty or a hundred dollars, that's the so, actual. So, so the law in Mar- the legislature that they the, that they've passed and that has been vetoed by the governor, has to do with what you just said, reversing it. Right. It has to do with adding a tax onto the fees that travel agents, wedding planners, Which is meeting planners, cost all of us more. It costs all the consumers more, but worse. Now, if You've got a choice of staying in Virginia or in Maryland. You might go to Virginia. What are they going to do? They're going to send you to Virginia. Yeah. Because these guys, everybody doesn't have to pay the taxes. And all of a sudden, all of their rooms look cheaper. Look cheaper. Wow. Uh, it does get complicated out there, it, doesn't it, It Charlie? does. And uh, later on, we can talk about how this also affects our, our ability to comparison shop. Well, that, well, how does it? Well, what happens is the hotels don't have these extra fees. And so all of a sudden, it starts to look less expensive. And by looking less expensive, fewer people go to travel agencies or they go to the travel agent. So you're putting some of the travel agents- Out of business. Out of business. Mm -hmm. And if they go to a travel agency- That's not a good thing for our taxes. No. Mm -hmm. We don't win by that. No, it becomes a real battle between travel agents and the uh, travel and tourism well, providers. Now, the gov- in Maryland, the governor has has uh, vetoed the bill, right. right? So what the Maryland legislature is looking to do to override his veto. Right. They're getting ready to override his veto. And either it's going to happen when, as we're speaking, it may be happening just a couple of days after this program airs, mm-hmm. or it might have happened just before the program airs. Okay. But I think it's going to last until next week. 
So, and you think it's going to happen, that they're going to override it? I don't know. We're working hard. Well, we know it's a heavily Democratic, and he's a Republican governor, so it's hard to say. But I, I wish you luck in that, because I hate to see our small businesses um, losing more small businesses, because the state of Maryland has lost a lot of their small business. They've moved out of the, the state because of taxes that came in with the previous administration. They have. So, yeah. And, yeah, a lot of businesses have left. And when we look at this whole operation, I mean, even if they, uh, it becomes a sweetheart deal for a big company like mm-hmm. a Marriott, mm-hmm. who is already getting a sweetheart deal. They pay l- lower taxes. They pay less in terms of uh, uh, property taxes because they're bringing in new mm-hmm. uh, employees. Well, yeah. And so what the legislature is doing is they're creating what's already a sweetheart deal and making it even sweeter. Well, doesn't Maryland realize that its ratings in terms of friendliness to small businesses has declined under the past administration considerably? I mean, we used to be in the top third, I think, of of states that were friendly to small businesses. That is no longer the case. And this is just going to be another notch in the belt that says our small businesses are sinking. Well, they are. And if you look at the people supporting the increase in taxes, there's not one single consumer group that's on the side of Marriott. Is that right? It's strictly, mm-hmm. uh, this is a money grab, mm-hmm. and it's a power play. Mm-hmm. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to take with smaller organizations, we don't have the millions of dollars right. that, to, uh, fight it. to fight it that the, uh, the big hotel other, companies Is this do. happening in other states, Charlie, or is it kind of unique to Maryland right now? No, it's been going on across the country. Uh, what's unique to Maryland is that you, Maryland is now – uh, passed a bill in their legislature, which would raise the taxes. I see. And then the governor vetoed it. Right. Uh, in other places, it's been done through the um, uh, the judicial system. Let's just take a brief pause here to let our listeners know they're tuned in of consuming interest. My guest is Charlie Leoka. We are talking about all those hidden fees. And some of them come through taxation. Some of them come through fees that are tacked on by the provider, such as a hotel or an airline. And Charlie's bringing us the info, the inside scoop on it, Charlie. Love what you're doing. Love it. You know me. I'm a consumer advocate out there. And I love what you're doing. Um, And as much as anything, it's important to educate consumers to what's happening so that they can make their own decisions. If it doesn't bother you and you don't care, that's fine. If it bothers you and you care, that's fine too. But to me, a lot of consumers don't know that these things are going on. I frankly did not know about the travel thing until I got an, an email from you. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and it doesn't only deal with, we're, we're not just talking about these increases in taxes in Maryland, uh, which is uh, a small issue, but a big issue in, for it, us for regionally. Maryland businesses it's is a It's a big giant issue, issue for right. them. But then you look at other issues where we're talking federal taxation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just went through a a giant fight, and it's one of the few times when I'm shoulder to shoulder with the airlines. We're working together, mm-hmm. trying to keep uh, the uh, 9-11 security fees, which we all pay now, yeah. to uh, to keep TSA in operation, mm-hmm. to keep them frisking us and, take, and running us through our, the whole body scanners. And so we worked hard to cut back that kind of uh, increase, mm-hmm. but we lost. And we lost because what's happening in Congress is they said, we're going to raise the taxes, but we're not, or the fees, because taxes, is that's a four-letter word in Washington. We do not, that's right. But, but this fee, is a bad word. But fee is a wonderful word. There you so go. they take our fees and they 
and they're using it for the general fund. Well, tax, you know that it's with you for life, generally. Yeah. A fee, oh, well, maybe they won't have that next year. Dream on. Yeah, dream on. They're getting bigger, and now mm-hmm. we don't even... The, the latest one is in order to pay for the highway bill, they're doubling the customs and immigration inspection fee on airline passengers coming in from outside of the country. And are they using it to help customs and immigration? Are they using it to cut down the long wait times at the airports? No. They're going to use it to fill potholes. Oh, God. I just, I couldn't believe it. But it was part of the deal. And once again, we, the consumers in this case, we went in arm in arm with the airlines against these new taxes, arm in arm with the uh, airline pilots associations. Mm-hmm. So we had labor, we had industry, so you had we had a broad consumers, co- coalition of and groups we, and interests. We still lost mm-hmm. because, well, and we lost because fee is money. still a three-letter it was money. word. It was money, <laughs> right? Money, money, money. Well, you know, it, it is interesting, but I, again, consumers need to be more aware of this. And what we're doing right now is letting some consumers know about it. What you're doing is letting consumers know about it. Thanks a lot. And I really, really appreciate that. Um, Okay, so what are some of the other issues that we should be concerned about? We have about three or four minutes. Okay, well, one thing I'd like to do is tell people to go to Mm travelersunited.org. And there's a place you can sign up, become a member. You'll get a, uh, we've got a free membership. We have a paid membership and we'll include you in our mailing lists. And you also will get the opportunity to register your votes and in polls and in mm-hmm. surveys Great. that we then get out in front of um, uh, Congress. Okay, uh, so when it's we Travelers, have f- Travelers United, United dot org. org. You're a nonprofit organization. We're a 501c3. We're a charity. You mm-hmm. can any don any donations are totally tax um, uh, tax deductible. Mm-hmm. And we've been operating since 2009. And if anybody wants to do research, we're like a gold-plated member of uh, of the uh, nonprofit world. You can, good. You can find us. Good, good. You're doing good work. Okay. So, yes, travelersunited.org. Right. Okay. Go to that website, get your information, support Charlie and what he's doing. So what are the other issues that you see on the horizon? Is there something coming up that concerns you? Well. Everything. <laughs> we, we've got a lot of stuff going on. One of my pet peeves, and and I'll take this opportunity to talk about it because it doesn't directly deal with travel, but it does. And this is the world of unmanned aerial systems. And right now we have millions of these things being sold in the United States. What do you mean? Like drones. Oh, those. Oh my gosh, yes, they're scary. And they are scary. They're all over the place. And we've got a system which is nobody's really looked at figuring out how we're going to control them. And the FAA is probably not the place it's going to end up, even though they they've claimed the the, the territory. It's but it's more like um, we've got a whole system of how we run traffic on the ground, as surface transportation mm-hmm. systems, mm-hmm. and we've got stoplights, we've got um, signs, we've got a line in the middle of the road, and we've got rules of the road. Right. And then the enforcement takes place all across the country, all the way down to right. local uh, police departments. We're going to end up with something like that in the future. But Congress isn't even examining it yet. They haven't um, set up any committees. And I've been working very hard in this next FAA reauthorization bill, which is coming out in Mm -hmm. about um, two months. Mm -hmm. I think it will be uh, cleared out of, had the markup uh, in early February. I'm trying to get them to put in a committee, which will look out 20, 30 years into the future. 
Because they need to do that right now. We have to do it now so we know right. what we can start making plans. Mm -hmm. And companies like Google and Amazon want to start delivering packages. Yeah, well, I'm afraid that's the last word, Charlie. Okay. Good fight there. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Of Consuming Interest right here on Federal News Radio 1500 AM. My guest has been Charlie Leoka. He is the a founder of Travelers United. Their website is travelersunited.org. I'm Shirley Rooker. You can reach me at Shirley at callforaction.org. So thank you for joining us. Of Consuming Interest is a public service program presented by WUSA 9 Call for Action, hosted by Shirley Rooker. Call for Action is an international nonprofit network of hotlines which offer free and confidential assistance. If you have a complaint, contact Call for Action at 301-652-HELP. That's 301-652-HELP. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. We all have a lot on our plates. Work, kids, relationships. And sometimes it can be hard to just catch a breath. When life is go, 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 it matters where you stay. Hilton's family of brands is team members dedicated to making you feel truly cared for so you can mentally check out before you even check in. Take the break you deserve and book your next stay on Hilton.com. Hilton for the stay.